This is London, which is in England. And a huge police emergency van speeds through the streets of London, en route to the secret underground headquarters of British security. Hey, love, come to the window. What is it, love? It's a truck carrying Kincaid Pond. See, there it goes. Off to jail, I suspect. It's a good thing for all of us, too. And in a small black limousine following behind the police van. Uh, Miss Helfinger, I can't believe what you're telling me. But I'm telling you the truth, Inspector. That's not Kincaid Pond. It's the wing warrior zipped backwards into his chicken suit. I think you're wrong, my dear. If you just let me near him, I can unzip the suit and prove it to you. I'm afraid that would be dangerous. You saw how it flew off the top of the Buffington Arms Hotel. Yes, backwards, and that's... And although now it seems to be dazed, it's bound to recover and again threaten our lives. He's dazed because he missed that tiny net you put out to break his fall. Miss Helfinger, may I speak plainly? What? If it is as you allege that King Capon is actually the winged warrior then I shall give you every opportunity to prove it. Thank you. Once we have placed it in the ultimate security cell. What's the ultimate? There, incapable of eating us up, you may speak to it through a ten-foot lead wall and prove your conviction. Through a ten-foot lead wall? Now you'll be able to see it through a tiny people. But how do I talk to it, him? Through a tiny microphone. But, Inspector, I must be in the same room with it. I regret that's not possible. But I've got to unzip the suit. He can't reach it. And if you're wrong and there is no zipper, then what? Then you'll be right, and I'll give you my hand in an apology. My dear, if I'm right, you'll have no hand to hand me. <laughs> And not too much later, inside the headquarters of British security, on the basement level... Inspector, the beast is now locked in ultimate security on sub-level four. Thank you. Now, Miss Helfinger, shall we look in upon it? Inspector, may I say something? This is the inspector. Clear sub-level four. We are going to visit the beast. Yes, speak, my dear. All right. Now, first of all, you must know... Clear area four. Clear area four. This way, Miss Helfinger. This elevator will take us to sub-level four quickly. Inspector, what I was about to say was... It... Well, here we are. You see, the wind warrior was on his way... Good grief. What is that terrible noise? It seems to be coming from ultimate security cell, Inspector. That's horrible. The beast must be awake and angry. That's what... No, just asleep and snoring. That's what... Well, is there no limit to the forces destined to be thrown against our hero? First, Muck and Meyer, then cold and hungry. And now, the deadly forces of awake and angry, coupled with asleep and snoring. Our last very exciting episode in London to crush crime and or evil, the winged warrior was captured by the combined military forces of Great Britain and subsequently imprisoned in an ultimate security cell. But you see, is the creature securely locked in? This is Inspector Bromley of British Security. I want to be credited with the courageous capture of the creature. Because I don't want him to eat us up or anything. Inspector, you're making a terrible mistake. This is Miss H. Helfinger, the winged warrior's confidant, secretary, and traveling companion. That thing in there is the winged warrior. Come, Miss Helfinger, how could that ugly, stupid-looking thing be the famed winged warrior? Because I am the confidant, secretary, and traveling companion of that stupid, ugly-looking thing. Well, you'll be safe out here. This security cell has a ten-foot lead wall. I'll also be safe in there. My dear Miss Helfinger. Because once in there, I will unzip the wing warrior's chicken suit and prove to you that inside that stupid and ugly-looking thing is a stupid and 
Well, there's a man. Miss Helfinger, are you telling me that beast is not the evil monster known to us as King Capon? There isn't a King Capon. There never was a King Capon. Why can't you understand that, you big dolt? Very well, my dear. If you're so convinced, we must give you the benefit of the doubt. Thank you, and I'm sorry I called you. Open a... the one-way mirror glass into the ultimate security cell. The one-way what? This is a special one-way mirror glass. We can see the creature, but on the other side, the creature can only see his own reflection. Very ingenious. Now, what... I ask you, could something as sophisticated as this be designed by a dolt? Look into it. I'm looking. And what do you see? I see you and me looking into a mirror. That's right. You are seeing our own reflection. And that's not the way it's supposed to be, is it? No. And does that mean... Yep. And in conclusion, could we conclude that this mirror is simply an ordinary mirror? Inspector. And as a consequence, am I after all the dolt you said I was? Not necessarily, because although we are seeing our own reflection, it could be that inside the prisoner is looking at us. Of course. Then it's simply installed backwards. Attaboy. Then... What we need to do is... Bring the prisoner out here and... And let us go inside and look at him standing out here in the hallway. All right. Why not? Bring King Capon into the hallway. Bring King Capon into the hallway. Bring King Capon into the hallway. Well, once they bring King Capon into the hallway... Will it not be evident that they have no stupid and ugly beast here... But rather a stupid and ugly... Chicken man. All right, greetings out there, everyone, radio listeners. That was Chicken Man, number 75. And now it's time for the Oob Radio Salon, number 801, for the birds. You will hear two distinct 40-minute live performance sets with bird recordings and live bird sounds from our garden here in the shop. Let's see what's going on back there right now. Sounds very industrial. Doesn't it? Birds are like doing solo noise, solo noise birds, uh-huh. thrashing, thrashers, thrushes, thrusher. Okay, two hours of experimental frequencies performed live every week from the Shaco Chimp Research Kitchens of Northern California land. And we are broadcasting live right now on DFM Radio Television International, www.dfm.nu. Yeah, and if you are able to get there, you can join us on the IRC in the chat or the Discord in the chat. Channel DFM, main channel chat. All right, and you know where to find us probably by now, but in case not, all of our archives are up at the Internet Archive. Thank you, Internet Archive. Thank you, wonderful folks there. 800 and almost one weeks of being here every week for two hours on DFM. 
that's like 1,600 hours on the archive. <laughs> we're taking up space. Well, we're not the only ones. Fortunately, they can still do that, and that's really great. Okay, so I think we're going to get started with our little theme, which is called For the Birds. Black throated green warp. One.
songs of this Chipping Sparrow, Sparrow have about 30 records, all alike in time, pitch, and volume. Shorter, faster, and more musical than Chipping Sparrows are the simple trills of a slate-colored junco. Often the swamp sparrow sings on two pitches. These songs of a savanna sparrow include two short trills on different pitches. <laughs> An eastern meadowlark joins the savanna. These white crown sparrows begin their pensive minor strains with clear notes, while closing notes are rather wheezy. musical chuckles and questions with long, clear notes.
Several white-throated sparrows repeat their much-loved chants in different keys. Ease.
Wood brush. One.
Mockingbird. One.
Mystery of the Circus. For Jerry of the Circus. Hey, Whitey. Oh, hello, Bum. <laughs> How are you, Whitey? Yeah, fine, Bum, fine. Couldn't be better. Oh, say, Whitey, have you seen Mr. Randall? Yeah, yeah, he and Jerry's uncle just came back on the lot. Uh, I think you'll find him in his office wagon right now. Good, I'll get right over there then. Okay, well, I'll see you later, Bum. All right, Whitey. Yeah? It's Bump, Sam. Oh, come on in, Bump. <laughs> Jeff said you wanted to see me. Yeah, yeah, Bumps. Uh, pull up a chair. Okay. Uh, well, what's on your mind, Sam? Well, I thought maybe you'd like to get in on this job I have. Mm, what's that? Picking a school for Jerry. Oh, fine. Oh, you got the catalogs then. Yeah, here they are. Nice assortment, too. It's going to be hard to pick the right school. Oh, that's so? Yeah. Uh, take a look at some of these books. All right. Uh, it seems like we ought to be able to pick one out of all these. Yeah. Say, here's one that looks good to me, Bumps. This one here. Mm-hmm. Fine-looking bunch of boys at that school. Uh, just look through here and see those pictures. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll say this is a fine school. Nice buildings, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sam, I think you're doing a wise thing sending Jerry off to a good school. The boy needs an education. Yeah. And he's the kind of a boy that'll make the most of it. Yeah, you just bet he will. So he's quick. He picks things up fast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I have every reason to believe I'm going to be proud of him. Yeah, we all will. That's why I want to be sure to pick the right school for him. I want to feel that I'm doing the very best I can. Yeah. Let's see this catalog now. Well, oh, well, that's pretty far, Bumps. It's a good school, but it's clear across the country. Oh, yes, yes, I see it is. Um, Come in. Oh, hello, Dan. Oh, hello, Dan. Ah, here's a couple of more catalogs and some literature, Mr. Randall. Oh, good. Uh, sit down, Dan. Yeah. Sam and I were just going over some of these schools that he has books on. Find anything that looks okay? Looks like they're all okay, Dan. Uh, Jim just got back from the post office, Mr. Randall, and found these books. Ah. Hey, uh, this looks like a good one. Right here. Oh, Fair Oaks, huh? Mm-hmm. Fair Oaks Military Academy. Yeah. Listen to this. Uh, military discipline tempered with good sense... And adapted to growing boys. The prime function of this school is academic in character. That's the ticket. Mm-hmm. Here. Military training develops the boy physically and gives him a sound body, grace and carriage, poise, 
and self-control. It teaches them to respect authority and trains for leadership. Say, that sounds good, sir. Mm-hmm. And it tells about the traditions of the school, background of the instructors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this looks all right. Well, let's see. Hmm. Say, Jerry will like this. They have horses there, and all the students ride. Yeah. Look at this picture. They're boating. Yeah? Yeah, so it's a good-sized lake. Here's, here's another thing. <clears throat> uh, look at this map here in the back. Yeah? Here, oh. See where it's located? Oh. Not uh, too far from winter quarters. We could hop down there in an automobile in a few hours. Why, that's ideal, I'd say. Yes, sir. This looks like the school for Jerry. What do you say, Dan? You're Jerry's garden now, Mr. Randall. What you say goes. Yes, but uh, what do you think of it? That's a fine list of instructors they have. Jerry'd certainly learn something at Fair Oaks. I think it's a good school, Mr. Randall. Mm-hmm. And Bumps, uh, what do you say? Well, unless I miss my guess, Jerry will like it. They have everything there a boy could wish for. Uh, did you tell Jerry I wanted to see him, Dan? Yes, I did, Mr. Randall. He was over with Olsen. Oh, yeah. They're sweeping off El Mundo. He'll be over. Uh, good. Well, then it's agreed as we talked it over, we'll put his money in the bank for him. I think that's wise. Yeah, so do I. Uh, Jerry doesn't know yet that he's leaving the circus to go to school. Oh, he knows he's going to have to go to school, but he doesn't know he's leaving so soon. Won't you have to get in touch with the school first? Well, uh, yes, I'll call them long distance and see if they have an opening. Well, here he comes now, across the lot. Oh, yeah. Say, Sam, don't you think Jerry should have a chance to pick the school he's going to have to go to? Well, sure. Yeah, that's an idea, Bumps. But uh, he'll pick Fair Oaks. Huh? How? Well, you just watch. <laughs> Uh, come in. Did you want to see me? Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, Bob. Hello, Jerry. Hello there. Yes, I did send for you, Jerry. You're invited to attend our meeting. What meeting? The Jerry Dugan Welfare Society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to have a talk with you, young man. I guess your uncle told you that I'm now your legal guardian. Yeah, he did. Stop it, Ray. All right, go on out, but stay right in front of the wagon. Uh, you better close the door. Okay. Well, I'm going to start right out on my new job, Jerry. Uh, sit down. You remember I told you the other day that uh, you were going to have to go to school? Yes, sir. As soon as the season is over. No, before that, Jerry. Right away. But, oh, Mr. Now, Randall. now, Jerry. I've got to do my act. Well, I, <laughs> I think we can struggle along without the act. <laughs> now, look, Jerry. From now until the end of the season, we have nothing but one night stands. You've enjoyed the best part of the season. The, the rest is hard. We're on the move all the time. Early setups and switches in the middle of the night. It's no cinch, really. But I don't mind. Oh, I know you don't, but I think you'll be better off if you go right to school. You know, I want you to be happy. I, I think you will be happy at school. Why, in a few days, you'll forget all about the circus and take an interest in things a boy should take an interest in. Football, baseball, swimming, and things like that. You'll like it, Jerry. Maybe. Oh, sure you will. Uh, Mr. Randall's right, Jerry. If you get right at it now, by the time there are promotions, you'll get into a better grade. Now, look here. I've got uh, quite a few catalogs, all sorts of different schools. And pretty fine schools at that. Yeah, look them over, Jerry, and see which one you like best. Uh, Here's one I think would be nice. Military schools, huh? Uh Uh-huh, that's right. Wouldn't you like to go to a military school? Oh, sure. I always wanted to. Dad was going to send me to one. But... Oh, gee, let me finish the season first. What's the advantage in that, Jerry? I don't know, but... Oh, gee, I hate to leave everybody now. Oh, well, you're going to leave them at the end of the season anyway. That's the way it is with circus folks, son. Every year at the end of the season, we have to say goodbye. Sometimes we're all together again the next season, and sometimes we're not. How'd you like that school, Jerry? No, wait. Hey, look here. Bums. Yes, Sam? Remember what I told you. Watch. Say... This is a keen school, Mr. Randall. Uh, which one is that, Jerry? Fair Oaks. Uh-huh. He look at they have horses there and polo teams and 
Hey, a big lake, too. Well, now, that isn't the one I picked out, Jerry. You've had enough to do with horses and being around animals. You want to pick out a school where you'll learn something. You, you've had an easy time of it, and now it's time for you to get down to business and study. Well, sure, but I've got to have a little fun, too. And Well, you know how much I like horses and like to ride. Uh, what's the name of that school, Jerry, the, the one you like? Fair Oaks. And, oh, Jiminy, look at this. It, it's not so far from winter quarters, either. Maybe I could visit winter quarters and weekends or vacation time. Well, no, that's another thing, Jerry. It's too close to winter quarters. You you want to get uh, as far away from the circus as possible. Oh, no, this is a keen school. Hey, and look at the swell football team. Please, Mr. Randall, let me go to Fair Oaks. Have you got any other objections to the school, Mr. Randall? No, they have a wonderful faculty Please. and I... <laughs> that's the one I want to go to. You said you wanted me to be happy and, well, I know I'd like it there. Well, now... Please, it's an awful good school. Well, all right, but... Uh, I'll do anything you say if you just let me go to Fair Oaks. Well, will you leave tonight after the show? Oh, no, not that soon. Well, you said you'd do anything I wanted you to. Oh, you'll be tickled to death once you get there, Jerry. I'll tell you what. Bumps and I'll go with you. Huh? Yeah, Uncle Dan there can sort of hold on my job while we go with you to enroll. There's something for you, Jerry. How about that? But how could Bumps get off? Oh, well, uh, seeing as how I'm the boss, I reckon we can fix that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me call, uh, get a call through now and see just where we stand. I think you picked a good school, Jerry. So do I, Jerry, and you'll like it there. You're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, long distance, please. Uh, what, what's the major's name there at the Farrell's, Jerry? Let's see. Uh, his picture's right here in the front of the book. Oh, it's Major Frank Davis. Right, uh, hello, uh, operator. Yes, I'm, I'm calling the uh, Fair Oaks Military Academy at Fair Oaks. That's right. I want to talk with Major Frank Davis. That's it. Uh, this is Mr. Randall speaking. Uh, huh? Oh, the phone number? Uh, well, th- oh, this is an extension phone to the Randall Brothers Circus. That's right. All right, thank you, Arbiter. Are they going to get it for you? Yes, they'll call me right back. Hey, what are you calling them for? Well, we have to see if there's a place open for a new student. They might be all filled up. Oh, I see. Now, about your money, Jerry. Hey, huh? now I see it. What? Rosa was right. What are you talking about, Jerry? Remember when Rosa told my fortune the last time? She said I was going to be in a uniform, like a soldier. And she saw me marching between big trees, and she said I was going to leave the circle. <laughs> well, say. Hey, look. Just look at all those big trees. Say this picture here. Well, there's trees all around the school. Uh, that's another prediction of Rosa's come true. <laughs> you bet it is. Hey, wait till Slats hears about this. Uh. Now, about the money, Jerry. Oh, yeah, excuse me. Uh, your uncle and I think you should put the whole amount in the bank for the time being. Oh, but what it takes to send me to school. No, the whole amount, Jerry. Uh, I have a little surprise for you. Uh, no, what, Sam? Yeah, what's this? You remember when you started uh, doing your act with El Mundo, Jerry? I gave you a raise in salary. Yeah. But I, I didn't give you the whole amount. Uh, that act is worth a whole lot more than you've been putting away every week that I've been giving you. I've only been paying you about a fourth. Huh? That's right. I've been saving the biggest part of your salary for you. And I've got it all right in that safe. Enough to pay your tuition at Fair Oaks. Really? That's right. <laughs> is that a surprise, Jerry? I'll say it is. <laughs> and thanks, Mr. Randall. Now you can put all your money that you've got from your property away in the bank. I guess you're not so bad off, you... Oh, excuse me. Hello? Yeah, yeah, all right, operator. Uh, uh, hello, uh, Major Davis? This is Mr. Randall, Major Davis, of Randall Brothers Circus. Yeah, I'm calling to find out if you have a place for another boy there at Fair Oaks. Yes. Yes, he is. That's right. No, right away. Yes, sir. Yes, Major. Oh, fine. Fine, Major. Oh, well, I'll get the information, and, uh, well, we'll get in sometime tomorrow. Thank you, sir. 
You bet. All right. Goodbye, Major. Well, that's that. Is there room for me? It's all set, huh, Sid? Yep. Fine. That's great. Well, Jerry, you're almost on your way. He was certainly a fine man to talk to, huh? I think you'll get along all right with him, Jerry. Hey, wait a minute. Why? Well, how about Rags? What's going to happen to him? Oh, I can't leave Rags behind. Oh, well, now, Jerry, you know I'd take the best of care of that little fellow. Oh, no, I can't go away from him, Bumps. Now, Jerry, don't worry about that. We'll take Rags uh, with us to Fair Oaks. I, I think after the major season, uh, oh, we won't have any trouble. Why, Rags will most likely wind up being the mascot of the football team. Hey, that's an idea. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It'll work out all right. Now, you better run along, get into your uniform, and get ready for the night show, Jerry. It'll be your last one, Jerry, so better be good. So, let me get this straight. The fucking dog gets to go to college or whatever it is. Is it a college or a boarding school or something? He's now the mascot of the football team, and he's about the same size as a football. So I see some kind of future for the dog being tossed around. That would be super... Anyway, yeah, we got one more Jerry of the Circus, 1.30 coming up, I guess, next week. So after that, we're going to be playing a... What are they called? What are they called? Well, we're going to be finishing off Chicken Man. We're going to have like 10 Chicken Man. So in, in the interim of finishing off the Chicken Men's at the beginning, we're going to have the uh, Marcus... The Marcus Little... Shows and uh, maybe some nat lamps, so we'll flush that all out. It'll be really super, it's just super. Did, did we go anywhere on the break? Uh, we went into Jerryville for a while. Yeah. Well, if you went somewhere, welcome back. Where we took we always take a little break at the top of the hour on this show. It's tradition. It dates back to the olden times when we had actual people here. We would go outside, and take a breath of fresh air. Some people smoke things, and the other people. 1840s never look so good. <laughs> Just don't pee in the garden, because it mixes with the other pee. From pee for possums and pee for I don't know. 
Peruvian something or other. Okay, this is the UB Radio Broadcasting on TFM Radio Television International. This is our 801st. One past 800. We celebrated our 800th weekly show last week with friends. Holly Springhorn and Tim Walters, and that is already up on the Internet Archive. If you missed it, it was really fun. Thanks for those of you who hit our live call-in line while we were noodling around with those two. Uh, had a couple of interesting calls. Somebody looked up the angel number for 800. That was interesting. I still don't know who that was. I have an idea. Anyway... We are doing For the Birds. For the Birds. It's all for the birds. It's about the birds, and it's for and with the birds. Let's be with the birds for a little while longer on Oob Radio Salon. So how are we doing that? We have, one, we have a couple of live mics in our backyard. And Doss filled all the bird feeders earlier. The crows have already been picking out. I heard some other little ones. Crows kind of get the lion's share of most of the... Can they even get in those things? Yeah. No, they They knock them around. They try and knock them around, but what did I put on top of them? So Doss was very crafty, and he hung the bird feeders from a... uh, We have like a metal tent frame in the backyard. It used to be like a greenhouse thing. So the bird feeders hang vertically with a wire down the center and on top clipped to the metal beam is a vinyl album an old one very old but it actually is slippery and it keeps those little damn crows and squirrels they can't get on top they can't get in keeps them off so if you've got any leftover albums you don't you haven't already left them in the sun I think it was like some old King Crimson albums (laughs) disposable Disposable crimson. <laughs> Recyclable crimson. Yeah, the ones with Adrian Ballou on it. Melt your crimson in the sun. It's good for it. Well, anyway, it does keep the little feet off their peck. They can't peck underneath. They just can't fit or stand or do anything. Well, anyway, we love them birds. And we are going to continue. We're going to play this last set. What's it like? What's it like? Let's listen. Let's let's listen. Let's let's get a bit of a listen there. Oh, we'll just go ahead and. Were you about to take us into the Hmm? live segment? No, no, let's hear. Let's Let's hear what's going on in the backyard. Probably nothing. Sounds like there's a river flowing. What the hell is going on there? It's booming. I don't know. I think I'm going to play along with that right now. Enjoy. Okay.
here are three different songs of yellow warblers. Red starts often have an accented note toward the last of each song. A chestnut-sided warbler often sings Wish, Wish to see Miss Beecher, but he also has other songs. Here are two song types from hooded warblers. These lively staccato notes are from three Canada warblers. Songs of magnolia warblers are short, weak, and colorless. Songs of Blackburnian warblers are extremely high-pitched and wiry, but emphatic. Now the husky drawled, I am lazy, of a black-throated blue warbler. More rapid and less buzzy than the black-throated blue are songs of black-throated green warblers. This might be translated as Simi, 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 Susie. And this as trees, trees, murmuring trees.
This cerulean warbler has rapid notes on one pitch, an end to the short high buzz. Climb the musical staff by short steps.
This purple finch varies his serenade with songs of different lengths. see the Lincoln Sparrow only in the winter. Here is an early spring whisper song. and identical opening notes give the clue to the infinitely varied melodies of a song sparrow. and charter notes of varied pitches.
Blue Jay. One. Common Nighthawk. Red-shouldered hawk.
Thank you so much again for listening to the OOB Radio Salon on DFM every week. This one was called For the Birds. So we'd like to thank the birds. Not those kind of birds, but they're there too. Big old, loud, mechanical, polluting kind. Well... That's how it goes when you're (laughs) making lots of noise. That's all we do, right? Well, you too can make noise. What? What was that, Boss? Did you hear that outburst of the birds there? I did. Bird saying freedom. That's what they have. Well, we can just protect their little freedoms. So it was fun. Yes, thank you. And we will be back next week with the fourth Sunday players, Austin and Univac, for another one of those shenanigans on Oob Radio Salon that you love so much every month. We do. All right, we appreciate you. If you like DFM, and I know you do, check out the broadcast schedule and also show your support and make a donation if you can. And also check out our Oob calendar of events at ubuibi.org. Weekly, weekend, monthly fun. We've got a big month ahead of us in June. Lots to look forward to. Have a great week. Bye-bye.